stalk you? I want to ask you something important, and I want you to tell me the truth. What? Why'd you come here? I just don't want it no more. It's over because you want it to be over. I'm glad. I do. It's just, you've never quit anything since I've known you. I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, how, what, what happened? How did everything that was so good get so bad? What's so bad? Tell me what? I wrecked everything by not thinking for myself. I mean, why couldn't Mickey tell me where I was really at right from the start? He didn't have to carry me and lie to me and make me think I was better than I really was when I wasn't. He never lied. Those fights weren't right. They weren't, Adrian. I never fought anybody who was all in the prime. I was always some angle to hold on to the title longer than I should have had it. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying here? I understand, but you've got to understand that he loved you and that was his job, protecting you. Look, that protecting don't help nothing. It only makes things worse. You, you wake up after a few years thinking you're a winner, but you're not. You're really a loser. And so we wouldn't have had the title as long. So what? At least it would have been real, Adrian. It was real. Nothing is real if you don't believe in who you are. I don't believe in myself no more. Don't you understand? What if I don't believe? That's it. He's finished. It's over. That's it. That's not it. That is it. Why don't you tell me the truth? What are you putting me through, Adrian? You want to know the truth? The truth is I don't want to lose what I got. In the beginning, I didn't care about what happened to me. I go in the ring, I get busted up. I didn't care. But now there's you, there's a kid. I don't want to lose what I got. What do we have that can't be replaced? What? A house. We got cars. We got money. We got everything but the truth. What's that truth, damn it? I'm afraid, all right? You want to hear me say it? You want to break me down? All right, I'm afraid. For the first time in my life, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, too. There's nothing wrong with being afraid. There is. For me, there is. Why, you're human, aren't you? Look, I don't know what I am. All I know is I'm a liar. And because of that, Mickey ain't here no more. You didn't push him into anything. He was a grown man, and he did what he had to do. And you have no right to feel guilty for what happened. You don't. You were a champion, and you did what you were expected to do. And you did what I and everybody else thought you should do. And you want to tell me that those fights weren't real, that you were carried? Well, I don't believe it. It doesn't matter what I believe, because you're the one that's got to carry that fear around inside you. Afraid that everybody's going to take things away. Afraid you're going to be remembered as a coward. That you're not a man anymore. Well, none of it's true. And it doesn't matter if I tell you. It doesn't matter because you're the one that's got to settle it. Get rid of it. Because when all the smoke is cleared and everyone's through chanting your name, it's just going to be us. And you can't live like this. We can't live like this. It's gonna bother you for the rest of your life. Look what it's doing to you now. Paula thinks you can do it. So do I. But you, you gotta wanna do it for the right reasons. Not for the guilt over Mickey. Not for the people. Not for the title. Not for money or me. But for you. Just you, just you alone. I lose. And you lose. But at least you lose with no excuses. No fear. And I know you can live with that. Why'd you get so tough? 
As long as I try my best, as long as I attempt it, then you know I'm, that's not failing. Because there's a lot of people in life, whether it's in their personal life or in their business life, and they sit on the sideline and they're like, man, I don't have the resources, I can't build a business. Or I'm not old enough, I don't have the knowledge. Or I'm, I'm too old that I can't build a business. And I always tell people I'd much rather be in the trenches. I'd much rather be on the field than sitting on the sideline wasting time and thinking, man, I can't do that. So my whole view of life is like, I try everything. My thing is like, why not? You know, I'm just gonna try everything. And so I, I've learned that just through life in itself. Like I said, whether it was getting on a chair or whether it was trying to put my clothes on or feed myself, everything was challenging at first. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say, I was perfect at everything. Like I just figured out my way. No, like things were hard, you know? And so that was always my mindset of like, things are gonna be hard, but like, I'm going to learn from me falling on my face. Like I'm, I'm gonna pick up and say, what can I do differently so I don't fall on my face next? And I feel like when, like even now kids or, or some people, if they quit because things are hard, they just haven't done uncomfortable things enough. They haven't got out of their comfort zone enough and experienced, you know, what that discomfort is. And so now for me, it, it's just, I know everything's gonna be challenging. And like the camp at how thing, like, People say, you know, maybe may mindset mumbo jumbo, but like the majority of not only entrepreneurs, but human beings, like we start off with can't. Like the majority of people are like, oh, you can't do this because this, 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 and this. And it's like, humans are very disempowering creatures. Like if we don't catch our thoughts, if we don't catch our patterns, if we don't catch the things that come out of our mouth, if they're negative, like we need to switch that. And so now me, like my guys, everything is how. Like, how are we gonna do this? How, we, how are we gonna, you know, get through this problem? And let's, let's um, reverse engineer everything. That's how I do it now is just figuring out, you know, what is our strengths? That's the one thing I've realized, like, I'm 23 years old and, you know, starting a company, I didn't go to college. So I'm learning as I go. And that, that's the whole thing is like, I'm a student of the game and I realize that I only know what I know and I'm only 23 and there's so much to learn and I'm just going to learn by throwing myself in the waters and like figuring out how to swim. And so, especially in business, the one thing I realized is like, a good leader puts people where they excel. You know, they put people where they prosper. And so it's like figuring out like, what are your strengths and what are you good at? And let's put people there and then like delegate or outsource your weaknesses. And I think it's funny because in the school systems, it's total opposite. It's actually like, what are your weaknesses? Let's go work on this. And then like entrepreneurship is like, let's double down on our strengths and like outsource our weaknesses. And so I think that's a, a crazy concept because I wasn't very good at school and I know you weren't very good at school until you applied with that, with that passion behind it. But like I, um, I always just had limiting beliefs that I wasn't smart and wasn't good enough. But now like I'm reattaching a better meaning to like learning and like self-education. And so like reading more books and realizing like all the knowledge is here and I just need to apply myself and actually apply myself into something that I enjoy or something that we're focusing on. Yeah. And so I've kind of like, you know, got, a, got over that, like the old me of I suck at school to like, I'm just going to read books and like write notes and I'm going to learn that way. And that's how I'm going to ride. Like, I'm not going to have like a, a a pain behind learning like realizing like you know you know the saying the world the world's happening for you and not to you but like my whole thing is like the victim mentality like I went from victim to victor realizing like we can play off of every situation like right now we're floating through plain energy and like someone comes up to you and calls you a name like it's up to you whether you react in a negative way or a positive way and like people are pissed off that they're in traffic but you realize that you woke up today and you're breathing like I want people to be like whoa because it's like the Charlie Brown effect you know like your mom tells you to do your homework and you're like eh. 
your dad tells you to do your homework. Like, eh. And then Uncle Nick comes over and I'm just like, yeah, let's do your homework. And you're like, yeah, like oh, doing homework's the coolest thing. It takes a different person from a different walk of life with a different perspective to really break through that barrier, especially through all the priming, right? No matter how long you've been priming and programming your brain, like it takes someone to come in and just boom, just throw some perspective and totally break through that wall and get you to look at the world differently. So I want people to realize like, you know, Nelson Mandela has this quote, in life I don't lose, I only win or learn. Like if people can realize like so many people think like they've lost, but like if you just pull one piece of one one piece of information that's good, whether it was a different perspective, extracting knowledge, a different way to go about life, a different way to not fall on your face, like that's winning. And so if, if I just want people to realize like they have everything inside of them to do whatever they need to do. You know, over the 23 years of my life, I've realized that it's not this. It's not this physical body. You know, people can see me on the street and be like, wow, look how disabled that guy is. And I'm like, have you seen your mindset? Like, have you seen the way you operate? Like, have you, have you seen the way that you react to situations that you're pissed off in traffic, that you think the world is happening to you? Like, I'm not disabled, like you're handicapped. And to let people know that like, the biggest and baddest people are handicapped and crippled by the limiting beliefs, the things that they tell themselves. And that's why I say the biggest disability is a bad mindset. It's not this body. And so that, that's how I wanna shift people's perspective is realizing like, man, this guy's got no legs and one arm, but he's doing all these amazing things and letting people know like you have everything inside of you to do whatever you need, but you need to, you need to get this right. Your operating system, your computer system, through the simulation that we live in, whatever it may be. The, the core value or the, the things people need is like significance, like people that are significance driven and uncertainty and certainty. And, and what I've realized is that I replace, you know, maybe significance with my number one core value is contribution. The majority of people immediately think like money, like, oh, giving money, but like there are so many ways that you can contribute, whether that's, you know, nice shoes. We're talking about this. I was like, I may not have legs, but those are great shoes. You know, there's so many ways we can contribute. And I realized that, you know, we talk about success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure, right? Like being successful, but not being fulfilled. I mean, you know, you know, I know that we've been around so many people with mass amounts of money and there's still something missing because their core values aren't aligned. They're not aligned with their purpose. And so I move contribution to my top core value. And so now, any way I can help. I realize that I'm just like my dad and I like to, I get fulfilled through giving people experiences that they don't think they could ever have before. Another core value of mine is longevity. I'm not here for quick fixes. You know, a lot of people in the entrepreneurship world, they're, you know, you're, you're growing up the day and age that we live in, everyone's looking for quick fixes. What can I get out of this person? What, what the, what's the value, you know? And, and for me, I'm here for the long game. You know, how can we continuously help each other build? Because like, winners don't hate on other winners. You know, we just wanna see other people win. And so how can I just provide longevity relationships and nurture those relationships? I think that, you know, in business, relationships are like key, right? Like, just like everything. And so how can I nurture those relationships? So contribution and longevity were my big switches. And also being, being a student of the game is like a core value, and personally and professionally. And being a student of the game, what that means is like you are always in the mode of like I can learn something from every situation whether that person's like the janitor or the CEO right but that requires you to drop your ego and so I also learned about ego and how that take control and so like student of the game mentality is like you dropping your ego realizing like I only know what I know and I'm, I'm here to learn from every experience whether I, I don't like it whether I do like it like I used to hate constructive cr criticism but then I realized it's like one of the most powerful things and like that's my ego getting getting in the way and saying like, oh, I'm too good for someone to say that. Like, no, you're not. Like, dude, you're only 22, 23 years old. Like, what do you know? Like, kind of just putting myself back down to earth and being like, dude, just be a sponge. So when I was that kid in high school who didn't have confidence, um, you know, I was setting I was setting these little goals. So I wanted to become a wrestler. Well, first I wanted to amputate my arm. So I amputated my arm and I did it. And I was like, dude, you did it. Like, you got past this hurdle, boom. And then, you know, you not only 
physically applaud yourself, but you mentally applaud yourself. Like, good job, you know, you, you kept that promise. And then I wanted to become a wrestler. And I did that. I was like, oh, let's see if we can push it to, you know, varsity wrestler. And I became a varsity wrestler. And this is just like, you know, Ed talks about it too, is that keeping that relationship you have within yourself. And like, so many people are trying to seek validation from other people. They're trying to be working on relationships with girls or trying to, you know, seek validation from other things and Instagram and materialistic things. And when the biggest relationship that they should be working on is the one within themselves. That's what everybody needs to be working on. Like, start little. So for, for someone who say is not in shape, I say, you know, fitness was a huge thing for me. Now it's a staple of my life. Um, it's something that has instilled so much in confidence in me because I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable with my skin. The one thing I realized is like, I can't change no legs and one arm, but I can get a six pack. You know, I, I can feel a little bit more comfortable with my body. Well, if I get, if I get in shredded and people are looking at my muscles, maybe they're not looking at my finger and my weird arm or whatever I thought at that time. And so I say it start little. You know, say that is, I'm gonna wake up 15 minutes earlier this whole week. And you do it, boom, like, great job. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna do yoga, or I'm gonna go to the gym, you know, this amount of times, or I'm gonna eat healthy. Whatever those little goals are for you, start little. And then work your, work your way up, because, like, humans love the feeling of progress. And I've realized, looking back at my days, like, my lowest days, my most, like, darkest days, are the days where, like, I'm sitting around too long. And I'm not doing much. I'm not moving the needle forward in any area of my life. I'm kind of being like a bum. And so I always tell people it's a good thing I have one finger, the one finger technique. And that is doing one thing today that you know is going to evolve you into a better human being. And that could be a big thing, but it could, it could be a small thing too. Like um, knowledge, like it could be, I read 10 pages of a book today and I'm, I evolved. You know, I learned a little bit more than I did today or I asked that question and I learned something. Like people need to start small, whatever area you're at in your life, but just start small. So I'd, I would tell people to set these little micro goals. Set these little micro goals and just commit. And then like every time you don't, every time you commit and you don't follow through, you're diminishing yourself, like your self-integrity. The value, like how do you value yourself? Like how do you want to show up? Like do you want to, like if I told you I was going to show up here and I didn't show up here, like that's terrible. Like I just diminished not only my self-integrity with myself, but with you as well, my word. And so like, if we're viewing ourselves as the most important thing, we're like our body, our temple, like don't diminish your self-value. If you say you're gonna commit to something, follow through. And I promise you, you're gonna feel so much better on the other side because you followed through and you're like, wow, I actually did what I said I was gonna do. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family, big up. And as always, thank you for joining on this podcast show. We shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation with a standing foundation on self discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, that just simply means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the model, the slogan, what we live by bet on yourself you won't win unless you get in the game and play one of the quotes that we enjoy here at the impact secret podcast show is by bob marley you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have again you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have bob marley one question 
and two thought-provoking statements. First question, what are you, or excuse me, why are you sitting on the sideline instead of the game? Again, why are you sitting on the sideline instead of the game? First thought-provoking statement, limited beliefs. Again, limited beliefs. And the final thought-provoking statement, validation, validation. Today's episode is entitled, When the Smoke Clears. When the Smoke Clears. Let's jump into today's show. Hey, family, I'm glad again. Once I mean, I'm so excited again to be back with you. And what's amazing is I, I really love that title. I was searching for a title to identify and align with today's show. And I said, wow, when I heard uh, the clip, the first clip I played for you from the uh, Rocky movie, I, I forgot what Rocky that was. I think that was four. I don't know. I don't want to say because then I'll have people t- uh, texting me or DM me and say, no, that was Rocky too. Or that. So I'll just say, I know, I, I know it was Rocky, but I forgot which one. And she talked about, Adrian was talking about when the smoke clears and a lot of times family in life, you know, have you ever seen whether on TV or maybe even in person? I mean, I, or you've seen a fire and when the fire clears all the debris and, and everything that's, that's left behind. And I say that to say that in life, we, we have a tendency to start a, a cycle that is unhealthy for us, a cycle that can be extremely dangerous on your journey for greatness. And that is the word validation, or I should say being validated by others. There is nothing wrong with a nice compliment. There is nothing wrong with encouraging words. There is nothing wrong with you receiving People saying how they appreciate the value you bring. Nothing wrong with all of that. But the the problem is, is when you get so caught up in that, that when something uh, when that information is no longer coming your way, how do you respond? How do you still stay strong? Someone asked me one day was like, how do you why? I mean, you know, how do you believe in yourself the way that you do? I said, well, if you've been knocked down as many times as I've been knocked down, I've come to realize that the nice comments eventually will not be nice that long uh, because you may do something or they may do something that may interrupt that flow. And so you have to have a belief system or a belief system in yourself to know that, you know, this too shall pass. You have to know that this is temporary. A lot of times in life, when we are on our journey, we can be misguided because of the fact of we are consistently seeking, you know, approval. Like we want to be plotted on our back or as I forgot who said it uh, we they were they were talking about and I didn't even know this this is crazy when they were talking about participation trophies and I was like what is that what's a participation trophy and you basically you got a trophy for participating uh, for little kids now I know uh, I, I know I'm about to sound like my parents when I'm about to say when I say what I'm about to say next I've been having a lot of those moments you know when you get as each year as you grow and you get older you you start 
the things you used to laugh at your parents that they'd say, you start saying it. I said it yesterday, and here goes another one. Um, participation trophies, I, I just don't understand it. I wouldn't even, just don't even give me a participation trophy because of the fact of, uh, I want the real thing. I want the the actual trophy. And then somebody said, well, what is, what is it? It's not always about about winning. Then Then what is you competing for? What are you competing for? I'm not I'm not just there for the win. I'm also there for the lesson. That's why I love that um, that quote in which uh, Nick was talking about when he kind of described Nelson Mandela. And it was so powerful. It was so powerful that not only did I had to put it in 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 my in my quote vault. (laughs) Yeah, I got a quote vault. I mean, sometimes what I do, family, when I hear, you know, great and amazing amazing quotes. I like to go back and reflect on them from time to time, or if I'm in a space where I'm feeling funky or frustrated, or um, I just need some encouragement. And uh, this one right here is is up there with the Bob Marley quote that I, I quote at the top of the show or the intro of the show, I should say, every time I start. But this right here, I, I need to get a T-shirt or a bandana or a headband or something because he said, Man, Nelson Mandela said, I never lose. I either win or I learn. Mm. That Family, do you know how powerful that is? I never lose. I either win or learn. Let me tell you why that's powerful, family. Because as the title states, when the smoke clears, Either you're going to get a lesson or you're going to get a, a win. And, and and if Nelson Mandela, I, if he doesn't mind, I, I would really like to, to remix that because it's really it's either uh, it's not that I lose is that I'm going to either win, of course, or I'm going to learn a lesson. And as well as if I, if I win, I'm still going to get both, meaning that if I win, I'm still going to get a lesson about what went well and what I could do better. And if um, I don't supposedly win, it's not that I'm losing. I am just learning a lesson to get better so I can understand how I need to win. And that a lot of times, family, is around our limited beliefs, our beliefs of of how we've been not down and and what we've seen around us or the environment that you are in see the environment I didn't understand this how the environment it can dictate your your mental attitude the environment that you're in where it's not if it's not engaging of a point of pushing you know if, if you came from a family that unless you took a different perspective of it of seeing your parents, you know, go to a, to a job or, um, and they never had, I mean, that was the only job that they had, then you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't think about creating a side hustle or a, a business or something like that because you're not seeing it. It's, it's not until you start getting exposed to that information. Maybe I'm not talking about you. So I'll talk about me. Maybe you'll feel a little bit more comfortable. See, I didn't even, I, for me, until I got exposed to that type of information, I was like, oh, man, I didn't. I was like, yeah, why wouldn't you create a 
a side business like an e-com shop or, um, you know, that you sell products or drop ship and things like that. Why it make it, it truly makes sense that I think that is a, a, a good move because it allows you to figure out that you can pay down your bills. You can leverage that money to pay down bills. You can leverage that to actually invest in things and to to start developing a financial savvy. Because one of the things in, in life is, is that you want to be in a position to always be adaptable and flexible because in an opportunity arise, you may not have the talent, you may not have the skill set. You may, but you have the will, you have the desire to learn. And if you have that with a great attitude, I promise you, you're always going to be hired over someone that may, that's, that may be more prepared for the opportunity. They may have a better skill set for, uh, than you. They may have years of experience, but their attitude may be horrible. Their attitude may not align with the company culture. And so now you have the opportunity to get, come in. And plus, if you're coachable, a lot of times family, people are not coachable. And I am not take I, I am I, I live by the Jim Rome law of rules when it comes to being coachable. See, being coachable is not taking orders. It's 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 being able to say when someone says something to you about, well, you should do this and you're like, well, OK, I understand that, but help me understand why I should do it. And if they can't if they can't uh, um, unpack the why you should do it, then this is a order because an order is when I give you my order, the only thing I'm looking in return. Well, the only two things that I, well, three, now I'm up to three things. The only three things that I'm looking for is one that you get my order right and repeat it back to me. Number two is that, um, I actually get my order. And number three, that the service is great. That's it. I, I mean, I, I don't, the, it, now, unless I ask for the additional, you know, uh, opinion, like, hey, do you think this sandwich is better than that? Or do you think this meal, uh, what do you think about the filet over this or whatever? That's the only time. And that's also too family when you are on, on this this quest and um, in this journey about the whole about being validated sometimes there's two things that's going to happen to you on this journey that you'll notice is that when you start seeing little wins or you learn about something, you have to be careful of not going out and telling the world about it. Or I should say your inner circle or your friends and family that may not be prepared to listen to the information because what I, what, what happens a lot of times is they have to see you go through it. They have to see you experience it. And when they do, then they're like, huh, well, let me know, learn more about that. I, I've, I probably shared this multiple times of how I get so excited about opportunities and so excited about learning something new or a new book I read or, or things like that. And I want to share with friends and, and family and, you know, I'll circle back with them. They never looked at the information. They never read it. And I would get frustrated. I, matter of fact, let's keep it a buck. I would be mad because not mad, like, you know, angry mad, but I'm talking about mad, like, wow, I, I really thought you would been, been encouraged to do this because you said you were struggling in this area. And I read this amazing book on this, or I just seen this, just listened to this podcast or this, or this, uh, actual, uh, video on YouTube. And I really think what we were talking about will, will be a match. 
and they just don't take the time. And so what I've learned is, is that when someone asks for feedback or, I mean, if they don't ask, I, there's no point in me. I, I don't even talk about it. I just, I just, talk, I just, you know, keep talking about other things because when we, when we don't, when we get caught up in trying to continually give, I, I'll say consultation to people, that's exactly what it is. It's consultation. It's, it's, they have the option to, to go with it or not. And so that is how you can get caught up in being so looking for that validation, looking for that point of interest in which you're, you're making everybody happy. You're make you're, you're trying to, you're trying to, you know, do everything potentially to make people happy and what will end up happening you you will become depressed you will become frustrated because of the fact of you're looking for validation you're looking for credit from them you're looking to ensure to let them know hey yeah we are aligned and then when and then it will backfire on you and when it backfires you're you're just confused you're like wait a minute what what did i do wrong here so family that's why i always challenge the family on our 11 limited beliefs there's still limited beliefs that i'm still working out and it's a day-to-day process like you can't wake up and say yep no more limited beliefs because life is going to hit you and it's going to test you to say oh so you've been studying a growth mindset oh so now you think that you can achieve everything now you think you can you you can work a full-time job and run a business and a household oh oh you think you can do all that oh you bad now huh and test you and if and, and if you don't if you haven't studied for the test you're going to consistently fail and fail which is great because now you're you're learning what is not working. However, do you have the wherewithal? Ooh, I like that. The wherewithal to continue to move forward. Do you have the courage? Are you are you courageous enough to say, you know what? I'm just gonna wipe my my shoulder off and, and keep moving. Because if not, I like the line what Jay-Z talked about where he said they build you up to tear you down. And then build you up again. Mm. They build you up to tear you down to build you up again. And when people build you up and then tear you down, it's not too. It, it's 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 one of those things. You're like, well, what's going on here? Why am I again going through that? And. It's, it's, it's all these questions you start asking. You start going back and trying to rewind and figure it all out and and let it go. Just let it go. Because you have to understand that when you when you finally make it up in your mind that each and every day you're going to be a student of life and being a student of life you have to be able to take the good and the bad and the bad is only a perception. The bad is what you really think that is really bad to you because maybe it pushed you. Maybe when that bad thing happened to you said enough, I've had enough. I'm going to be more than I was yesterday and more than I am today. I'm going to push myself harder. I'm a, you know, when, when Kobe had lost, uh, I think it was to, to, uh, was it the Pistons? Um, and they asked him, you know, uh, Kobe, what, what, what made you, you know, what happened here in so many words, I'm paraphrasing family. And he, you know, he more or less, he just said, you know what, 
we didn't, you know, I'm not going to make any excuses. They won the series and I just, I just need to get I, the team. We just need to get better. And I'm just going to go during the summer and just work my butt off. Now there was some dialogue in between, but I'm just giving you the high level version of it. What he was saying, Kobe was saying is, you know, a lot of times we make, we, we make excuses and our excuses are, can be a hundred percent valid. Like, well, yeah, you know, uh, I, I didn't get that job because, um, the, the hiring manager was this and that, and, and, and it's valid. I mean, the, I mean, it could be a hundred percent valid. However, now that you, you have that piece of information, now is it, it's up to you to, to pivot around it. You know, my mom would always say, Son, if they're not going to let you in the front door, then go through the window. If you can't get through the window, don't even try the back door. Let's come through the chimney because that's we. But don't whatever you do, don't give up or give in to what is around you, because what's around you is not going to last once you make the decision. Once you make your mind up enough's enough. When you make your mind up that you're going for any and everything that your dreams can allow you to have and more, there's nothing that can stop you. So I ask you, family, I challenge you and say, why are you not in the game and still on the sideline? The excuses, you know, that you make the audio, the second audio click clip was of Nick. And I, I, I'm not even going to say his last name because I'm going to destroy it. But uh, very, very, I didn't, I mean, I haven't heard the whole interview, but I've checked out a couple of his other stuff. Very encouraging. But what I appreciate is when he talked about the why not. You know, why not try it? Let's see what happens. Because if, 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 we don't, if we don't keep that type of mentality of why not, we will live in fear of, of not only going after the, uh, the thing that we said we want, but then having the regret. And those two things are just, I mean, to me, to me alone, I just really, truly believe those are are things that will really, really take us down a road of of anxiety and depression. That is 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 something that we didn't that we didn't sign up for. That we didn't really want in our life. So why not go after it anyway and see what happens? You may find out you, you know you're you're that you enjoy the ability to go after that thing, to go after that dream, to go after that goal. And then, then on that journey, you may end up pivoting to something else, but you wouldn't have never pivot to something else. You know, I always hear about, you know, um, actors or people, you know, movie stars. And I guess that's the same thing, right? Actors and movie stars. But you always say, how, you know, you ask them, well, how, how did you get here? Like, how did you get in a blockbuster movie. And they said, well, you know, I, I had always had a dream to be on Broadway. And then, you know, Broadway led to somebody, a director was there, just happened to be there. And, um, he, he cast me for a movie and, you know, I really I didn't want to do movies, but I did it. And I really, but I enjoyed it. And then from there, it was just, the sky was the limit. So family went, you have to get started. You have to, you know, light that fire so the smoke can clear so you can see clearly that now since all the debris is out the way. So now that every all your excuses, your fears, your your your, your depression, your anxiety, the uh, the 
you don't believe you can do it. The what if this is, you know, what if this happens mentality is all out the way. Now you have a chance to be more. Now you have a chance to do more. Now you have a chance to minimize those limited beliefs. Because as, as he was talking about, when you don't consistently believe in yourself, how can you ask others to believe in you? I've been your humble host, your respectful host, ED. It's been another Impact Secret Podcast show. When the smoke clears, ooh-wee. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.